There comes a time when you have to take a moment. You have to take a moment to be honest with yourself. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. The saying goes that honesty is the best policy. We are raised to say that, you know, we should never say a lie. We should never tell a lie. We shouldn't be dishonest. So why, when it comes down to our relationship with our cluster B, are we dishonest with ourselves? Why? And I ask you that question. Can you answer that? And by being honest with ourselves, I mean, accepting the fact that these people don't care, that they don't love us. I saw a uh, recent posting, and I'm going to read it to you here in just a moment, that kind of rang true with me. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. There are a lot of podcasts and a lot of YouTube videos out there that sell you kind of a, a false narrative about a narcissist and or a cluster B borderline that, you know, when the relationship is over, they're going to be thinking about you. Uh, you know, they'll be, they'll, they'll regret it. Uh, no, they're, they're not going to regret it. They'll frequently have somebody else lined up and you're going to regret it. Not them. They really don't care. So I'm going to read this to you. Imagine coming to the realization that the person you dated and or married, the person you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with is neither capable or has the desire to love you. Imagine that person has no care or compassion for you or your difficulties or trials. Imagine realizing your whole relationship was a farce and the only real thing they feel for you is contempt. That is what life is like for victims who marry or date a cluster B. There's a lot of truth in there. And I know that it's very difficult for most of you and myself to actually accept that truth, to be honest with ourselves that we made a mistake. Now, we made an honest mistake because I think we go into these relationships and the wool is pulled over our eyes because borderlines and narcissists are incredible shapeshifters. They're fantastic actors and actresses. They show us something that we so desperately want and need. They're very, very manipulative. Now, is it because they're evil people? Are they out there to purposely manipulate us and hurt us? Uh, You know, my jury's out on that because I think that that's the only thing they know. That's how they survive. That's how they, they live. And unfortunately, we get drawn into their emotional orbits and we get chewed up and spat out. Because the interesting thing I find is that, especially with narcissists, is the contempt, the dislike, the hatred. And I see that in my wife of almost 21 years. This just this inherent anger with me, this this loss of patience, this you're just so you're such an idiot and why am I dealing with you type of thing? You know, it's, it's sad. And understanding it now allows me to deal with it on a better measure, a better plane. But it doesn't take away from the, the sheer disbelief that I have that somebody can be, 
that somebody can be like that. And, you know, I have to, I have to hope and what, well, hoping that this person is suffering, would it make me feel better to know that my wife is in a world of torment? No, not necessarily because there's nothing I can do about it. And that's something you have to accept as well. They just have no desire to love you in the true sense of the word. They don't know what love is. And this is why they have dysfunctional relationships. And this is why they take advantage of us. We are their supply. So congratulations. You are serving a purpose in the relationship, but it's not a purpose you want. A normal relationship, which I know is hard for most of us to fathom, including myself, is reciprocal. It's loving. It's intimate. As time goes on, you Further deepen your love for these people. In dealing with a narc and dealing with a borderline, you don't further love somebody. You become increasingly frustrated. Why can't they be any different? Why can't they go back to who they were? And that is a far, that's, that's a common cry of most people in these abusive relationships. They just want that person back and they're willing to wait for months and for years to see the person they thought really existed, but they didn't. And this is why you have to accept and be honest with yourself. And that is really difficult, but it is part of your healing process. You have to accept that these people are not capable of having a normal relationship Maybe they want one. Maybe I'm being harsh in my words by saying they're not capable, but maybe the desire is there and they're trying, but through their efforts, all they know is how to be abusive because they might've been abused. Maybe they grew up with bad role models. Maybe they were devoid of love in a very important stage of their lives. And I'm absolutely sure of that with my wife. I don't think she really knows what love is. All she looks at are people who can be providers to her, who can put a roof over her head and food on the table and keep the lights on. That's what she considers to be love. Not a bond, not a uh, a drawing, an attraction, the want to be with somebody to discover their most inner secret. She doesn't care. She has absolutely no compassion and she has no empathy. So I'm not going to get any of that from her. And so therefore, without that compassion and without that empathy, you can't be close and intimate with somebody because that involves compassion and empathy. It involves really being part of somebody's life and really investing in their life and sharing their life with you. Cluster bees don't share. They're inherently emotionally selfish. They draw off of you. They are emotional vampires. And so you have to be honest with yourself. I've had to be honest with myself. And I have to tell you that it is very painful for me. And it still is to this very day. And this is why if you decide to leave the relationship, you have to go no contact. You can't go back. You can't subject yourself. I know that if the day ever comes that I leave this marriage, 
I will have to do so clinically, surgically, and methodically. This will not be a matter of me sitting down with my wife saying, hey, you know what? It didn't work out. And, you know, well, gosh, I've spent two decades of my life. And, well, you know, you're not exactly the best person to be around. That's not going to happen. And nor is it going to happen like a Hollywood movie that we're going to sit there crying in each other's arms. My wife won't care other than the fact that she's going to lose a financial benefactor. And now what is she going to do? That's all she cares about is the providing aspect of it, not the emotional attachment because there isn't one. If there was an emotional attachment, my wife who left our bedroom over two years ago would never have left. Or if she left, she would have come back. And there's never been any discussion of it. She is essentially a roommate. She talks about her room, my room, our daughter's room. That's her room. How sick is that? In my opinion, it is. It's not right. But I have a choice. I can be honest with myself and accept the fact that I've lived a lie for over 20 years. And I have to accept it instead of fighting it. It happened. And that's what you need to do. You know, you can't hold out hope that this person is going to change, that they're going to come back as the person that they once were. They won't. And you have to apologize to yourself. And you have to say, I made a mistake. It's okay. And I'm going to move on. And I'm not looking back on the last 20 years and saying I've wasted 20 years of my life because you know what? I haven't. Nobody was putting a gun to my head. It was a learning opportunity for me and it took me a long time and I hope it doesn't take you that long to realize that a mistake was made. I made a decision to stay in the relationship and that's okay. I need to excuse myself for that. That was my naivete. I'm not naive anymore. I've come out of the fog and now I need to deal with the the hurt and the anger that I feel, the disappointment that I feel in my relationship, in my marriage, because I failed myself. But now I can say, okay, I've acknowledged that and I need to move on. And so do you. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Please spread the word. Leave a review on whichever platform you happen to be listening to this podcast on. It does help spread the word and make it available to other people who need to know the truth. They need to take a moment to be honest with themselves. The cluster B will not be honest with you. They are there to basically take advantage of you. And that's really their modus operandi. They don't know. They don't have a sense of self. And in the case of a narc, well, there might be some malicious intent there, but it's all about control. That's what it really boils down to. Control, insecurity. These people are hurting They don't have a sense of self. They don't have a lot of self-esteem. They're trying to find themselves through you and they are abusing you in the process. New episodes uploaded each and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be well and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. (laughs) 